Greetings, good morning, good evening. This is Mr. B on a never, another episode of Free Talk with Mr. B. We're doing the, the Love Your Children series still. And as I, I mean, I know I bounce around from series to series because each of them are very passionate to me. But this one is particularly mine's in that I have um, so much built in emotion about how family was raised, about children and my own grandchildren and all the issues. So that's why I came up with all these um, Love Your Children series. And maybe I'm hoping that I can reach uh, kind of reach all of you or at least one of you I always say and if I reach one of you and maybe even if we say something that can help one person it will be nice because I know I'm not the only one who was experiencing all these love for children grandchildren and potential great-grandchildren you know it might happen and so today's topic was how to keep them close should we keep them close? Do we keep them close enough? What does it really mean to be close? And of course, we always have a have a supporting guest on, and anonymous guests, and want to continue this conversation about children, potential children, your children, grandchildren, potential great grandchildren, under love your children and how to keep them close today. So, good greetings. How are you? How are you? How are you? Hello, Mr. V. I am doing fine and good morning to everybody that is listening to this podcast. It's good to be back. Right, um, isn't it? Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I always feel my downtime, I feel empty sometimes. I think that one listener is wondering where are we and why aren't we putting out new things and although there's over 150 episodes i can take the commercial moment over 150 episodes on apple podcast google podcast spotify um there's a lot of videos of some of these podcasts on um, youtube all under free talk with mr b if you just do a search engine you can search free talk with mr b you can look at the images or look at the videos or just look for the podcast wherever you get your podcast and you can listen in and give us some of your feedback. Oh, come on the show. Tell us about your past, your experiences, and your emotions, and your feelings, your important issues. As we are talking today about love your children, how to keep them close. Go ahead. So, um, I guess, you know, how to keep them close is really... Um, it's um, personal for me, you know. Um, for me, how to keep them close is like building a connection towards your kids, grandkids, and you know, to the people around us. Um, there's a lot of ways to keep them close to us. We can do um, a lot of things, like example, hanging out with them, joining them, especially to the kids, joining them to play games or teaching them to do some activities or knowing what they like. What about you? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, I, I don't know, maybe I'm so older. <laughs> I keep thinking always of defining something. And I know the definition of close has a lot of different meanings. Because um, we used to play this game, 
about um, if if um, if groups of people were drowning, who would you save? And we always answer that the correct answers are the ones closest to you. And the answer of close gave someone a, a quizzical thinking. They wondered, what do you mean close to you? Why did you say that one compared to the other one? Who was really close to you? Well, we realized there was close um, proximity as far as distance and we have a, a good conversation we could have a good conversation about that here in america about how far apart people live sometimes and then we have close emotionally and and it, it it makes you have a really different view on things when you have a close proximity maybe people live in your community maybe they live in your house maybe they live in the same neighborhood or the same village or sometimes even the same country and then there's also the close words that emotional closeness is is a complete different approach to things when we say it doesn't matter proximity wise where they are we're really close to them or we're not and uh, emotionally we can be close to them wherever they are or we're not and so it, it, it brings up a good point about how to keep them close and which way are they close to you okay so nowadays you know like to give an example about in particular in uh, america or in the other country that um, i know that families didn't really stay close to each other you know they did far from each other as far as i know and here in philippines it's kind of a bit um different you know we live next to each other and our parents and our uncles and aunts you know we're really close but then there were also some part of our family that they don't want to live close to us but we uh, make sure that we have connection with them through um, social media you know we can reach them by you know video call calls and uh, just to say, um, just to send them texts or let them know that you're thinking about them or just to tell them that you miss them or saying I love you is building a connection toward the people. You know, when you let them know that you care and you still love them, even you don't see them. Right. And I mean, some people feel they're still close, even if they don't speak too often. Um, what's a good frequency of, of connecting with someone who does not live approximately close? You know, although I know some communities and some countries and cultures do have people who live in the same house or the same village or the same neighborhood all of their lives and all their families are right there. And it, it's a big factor around the world. But America is very spread out and many people have that opportunity, but many people, like in my case, do not. Um, I think it's three days driving to get to one of my sons and uh, quite a longer distance to get to the other. And so we're not proximately close. As far as this emotional closeness, you said you, you an example of, of being able to, to, to make a FaceTime call, social calls, text calls, social media calls. How, how is that? And what's a good frequency to be considered close? And how do we keep uh, families, children, especially close. 
especially when they think especially when they think we're not compatible like we're too old or something well the thing is when we make time for them you know by calling them or um trying to reach out to them it's already um letting them know that you care for them and you want to keep the connection or you want to keep them close to you you know nowadays people they don't really use their time in a good way you know especially in this era where people are um getting distracted by the social media or the you know internet doing some things like in tiktok you know a lot of young people now the kids even the kids you know they spend a lot of time in tiktok instead of um talking to their parents or talking to their kids but when we um give time to them specifically just to talk to them or ask them how are how is their day going or how they feel it's a good way to um you know keep them close and make them like i said make them know that you are there for them so it's a good emotional um support for me well you bring up a good point with um children and the distractions that they have or what captures them we know years ago when TV television came out it was captivating someone will sit in front of a television and watch it for on long time and so many thought that it was uh, it was like <laughs> the devil in disguise as it were it was captivating our children but now we have all a independent private little screen where we all are captivated not just young people but adults too where we are captivated by the what's on the screen whether we're seeing a TikTok dance or we're seeing a, a, a YouTube video or we're seeing those people do crazy things and you just have to in just a few seconds and you have to swipe left because there's just more and more and it, it kind of mesmerizes us and i know that feeling cuz i have my fear share being mesmerized you know so so tying it back to to children i know there's a movement here in the united states who are trying to recapture their children and uh, and you made some points about capturing their imagination by interacting with them and letting them know that we care about their well-being their welfare and their issues um Do you think it's going to work? Do you think it's going to work? And do you think it's really the parents for example really have what it takes to recapture the imagination of children? I think for me yes, you know. Um as long as this the kid it's not really um hard to capture them, you know, because they are in this age where they want to learn more. And I think they are pretty much um, ac- you know they accept things, if, especially if you show them something that can um, give them interest. You know, we can start by asking them what they want or what are they interested to do, and then when we do that, we can add some thoughts. You know, we can talk to them at the same time, playing with them. If they are, of course, if they are near you. But if it's 
but if they are distant from you it's gonna be different you need to use a different method with that do you agree yeah i'm thinking yeah i'm thinking as you talk because i know i have to apply it to myself my uh, my, my grandchildren are far away from me and i don't have um, actually i don't have any contact with them at this time so i was feeling like if i failed at keeping them close but one of the points that comes up and even um when they was around me i know i brought things to generate their interest like i did with my very children i just put things before them to see what they would be interested in then i put some things before the grandchildren like a microscope and a telescope and things that they may would be learning impact but i didn't put the 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 video games and the shoot 'em up games and all those kind of things but they probably put a microscope down to go after the games because their very parents were playing those games too and so it's kind of um exposing myself a little it's kind of hard to get inroads into a family of your own children and grandchildren with um learning mechanisms when their mode or mood are into playing mechanisms so i wondered if i would have been more successful if i went along and started to play first and see if i can sneak in some learning <laughs> and i was like oh no i just want to teach 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 so i feel like i've i failed there but i just remember with my own children i just around those times we didn't have social media when my sons were coming up and i was able to place musical equipment and place mechanical equipment in front of them and see how they interact with it and i'll place more if they interacted or less if they did not actually I like what you said. You know, each of us we have a different methods how we engage to our kids, our grandkids, and your way of engaging with them is teaching them in a way um that they can uh, well, it's the really good that you know you mentioned it's like a science type activity and in, actually that's a really good one because we can use that in the um um life and especially in school yeah. you know they will remember that there is somebody that teach them how to use it i figure it as much but i think this <laughs> from parents we some or grandparents in this case we have to suffer our losses early and wait for the long run to get the results but at the moment it may not keep them close because i think children and grandchildren thinks that we don't understand them or we don't understand their cultural era or they don't understand the times they're in we understand all too well and we know the benefits of um social media and the joy of swiping left and looking at stuff online even um seeking interest or even seeking mal interest Uh, but we also know that there is a balance and that we know maybe at our older ages a parental age is when to put things down and take care of responsibility and then to pick them up like like not texting while driving you can't watch tiktok while you're driving it's not cool yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes when you have family engagement that you should put certain things down and not be completely distracted for 8 to 10 hours of screen time and uh, the devices are even putting screen limitation times on there for the sake of not having um 
ergonomic injuries and uh, for the sake of not having um, eye injuries and, and other um, social problems that may come from um, being stolen away with social media and at the same time we know we can't beat them so we have to join them in social media with them and it's a way of keeping them close so um, me going on about this <laughs> is saying that there were times where some young people and especially when my kids were younger that they did not want to talk on the phone they rather if you text them they did not want to to FaceTime or, or see they rather if you if you leave a message or they don't they didn't want a quick answer they knew that the answer would be eight hours later they can still answer so in social media the conversation is continuing so the the, the methods of which us generational divide parents get close to our kids was learning um, what they're actually doing and do what they're actually doing as much as possible not pretending to be in their generation but just to try to listen learn and understand what their generation is doing and not rebuff it but accept it to any degree that we can yeah I, you know i usually um hear this that the generation now is um confusing the kids you know that even as adults we we are even confused and we um like you said we need to watch observe and just kids are doing the same thing you know yeah it's like we are both adapting in this generation i, I must say that that in this generation they're not doing anything so different than what we were doing when we were in high school or grade school it's just they have better tools to do it um, and then the, the, the some of the differences are that the time lapse difference where if um, if we were watching television back in the day we didn't have the social media we would watch a program for 30 minutes and then can't wait for the next episode but um, 30 seconds on your on your device is, is is very different three seconds ten seconds if you're not impacting or catching the attention of the viewer is very different from the 30 minutes to, thir to three seconds on a, on a social media posting and so um, parents and to keep children close I mean whether you're proximity to them in the community or neighborhood or they're close at heart to you we still have to reach them and reach out to them and if social media can reach them maybe us parents should start a page and put our social media and do a TikTok dance so our kids will at least laugh at it <laughs> and they may think at least the parents are trying oh yeah so actually when you mentioned that I remember because um, I'm surrounded with elderly people you know in my life and I noticed that before it was only the young generation using social media like Facebook Instagram and then lately I noticed that they are popping on my screen I thought it was the kids making the um, social media account but then it was them in order to get in touch with their kids you know to know what they do it's like they're observing their kids through social media because everything is in social media now they're posting it everywhere everything everywhere 
Yeah, sometimes the saying is if you can't beat them, join them. And if it helps keep the children close to you, if um, a child or a grandchild or whatever is saying, hey, grandpa is pretty hip, you know, they're, they're lit, or the words associated with what describes being cool, uh, then yes, we should be able to join them. And the balance is um, a good leader joins his team, works with his or her team, and to steer them in the right direction, you don't say, hey, over there, come this way, I'm your leader. Sometimes it is is to go join them, and as you turn, turn ever so slowly, they will turn with you, especially if your hands are involved in the work and getting it done. And same thing with the philosophy of children. They don't want you to say, hey, put that down and come and do what I'm doing. They'd rather you do what they're doing and say, okay, I'm going to go take a break now and go get something to eat and drink. You want you want anything? And they may be like, oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> right? And so yeah. they would join you. You know what? It's actually um, what I noticed. Doing that way, you know, like you said, if you can, what is it? I win that praise, I write that praise. You know, if you can catch them, beat them, something. But anyway, so it's like, it's actually build a connection to our parents and their kids or grandkids. Because if your grandkids and kids saw it, they will come up to you or they will um, you know, say something. Hey mom, hey dad, I saw you doing this. And for some reason, they like it actually. They do. And then it will end up, you know, the parents will ask their kids, can you teach me more about how to do this in social media? Yes, and so that's definitely a way to keep them close. As far as the proximity close, again, we live in a very diverse world, so it's not always easy to keep kids and grandkids in a close proximity. And it's not necessary because you can keep them close at heart and communicate with them, FaceTime with them, texts them, social media them, like their post and their work, hit like, make a nice encouraging comment on their postings. And those are a lot of ways of staying close and uh, keeping quiet about where you think the world should go is more valuable listening to where they are going is also valuable and having an attitude of learning what the young people are doing could be more effective of keeping them close and giving them your support because it's probably what we wanted when we were young it's probably what we wanted from our parents when we were siblings and siblings when we were small and although the tools and technologies are way more advanced today the desire to to be close to your family is the same and you just have to hit like <laughs> and because that's what makes us close it and be non-judgmental to what they are doing because in the end it boils down to just about the same thing to love your children and hopefully they would love you back Oh, it's such a pleasure having you on again and having this conversation. Um, some of the conversations like next week listed out um, when we can't find them. That's kind of me um, laying out the breadcrumbs so they can find their way back. And other topics like that are, are coming up, holding back the tears if you're emotional about them. 
And so let's talk about it. Let's continue to perpetuate uh, this part of the conversation on Free Talk with Mr. B on Love Your Children. Thank you so much and look forward to talking to you again. We want to thank everyone for listening. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. For your comments, see us on Facebook. Follow us. Also on Instagram. Follow us. Please send any inquiry to email Mr. B at freetalkwithmrb.com or go online www freetalkwithmrb.com We thank you and look forward to you again when we come on this week, next week, and every Sunday on Free Talk with Mr. B.